0: Life as We Know It, with Tom Walton.
1: A dear friend of mine gave me a true honor recently. He asked me to deliver a eulogy at the memorial service for his wife. His three children spoke as well, and they were eloquent and emotional as they described the special relationship they had with their mother. I was one of just two non-family members who were asked to take part, and I was deeply touched by the invitation. I think he asked because the four of us He and his wife and me and my late wife have a friendship that reaches back more than half a century. I've always believed that lifelong friendships are the best friendships. They're the ones that have stood the test of time. They're the ones that survive unintended but unavoidable long separations. For all of us, life happens. Friends move away, often for a professional opportunity or to be closer to relatives. But if they truly are among our circle of closest friends, their absence from our daily lives does not mean their status has changed. We don't have to see them every day to know they are available if we need their wisdom, their counsel, or just the reassurance of their voice on the phone. I have friends I've not seen in 10 years or more, and although that is not ideal, neither is it troubling. What does trouble me is that I'm losing them as the infirmities of age deny them more time. My eulogy for my friend was not my first, and it is unlikely to be my last, unless, of course, I'm the next to go. It's a strange thing, a eulogy. We are asked to summarize the life of the deceased, share some special memories, and, oh, by the way, try to keep it to five minutes. It's an impossible assignment, really, to compress 70 or 80 or however many years into a few moments of reflection. I prepare a eulogy a bit differently. I try to speak as though my friend were right there in the front row, listening and wondering what I was about to say. Invariably, that approach leads to a bit of humor, and after all, isn't that what a so-called celebration of life should do? It's easy to be sad and weepy, and there's a time for that. But folks attending a funeral appreciate the opportunity to break the tension of sadness and laugh out loud. So I talked at my friend's service about a special adventure that she, plus my late wife and I, had undertaken several years prior. Long story short, we had tried but failed to pilfer a few bricks from the demolition of their sorority house at Bowling Green State University. It was embarrassing at the time, but I'm sure she would have been pleased I told the story, and I told it as though she were sitting in the front row. Most of us, I think, ponder our own demise and what people will say about us when we are gone, I know that like my late wife, I do not want a traditional funeral service. She wanted us to remember her and death exactly as we knew her in life, vivacious, funny, witty, occasionally sarcastic. So when my daughter, my son, and I took turns speaking at her memorial, we did as she asked. We dried our eyes and celebrated her life. I hope that when it's my turn, my kids will determine that mine was worth celebrating too. But I'll leave that up to them.
0: Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at WGTE.org slash life.